0: Let's do this, bitches. We do a good job, and I think we deserve the pay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another wonderful episode of The Pussy Mansion. I am so excited to tell everyone that I decided to do a little mini-series within The Pussy Mansion, and this mini-series is called Reading Strip Club Reviews. So, I decided to start looking at strip club reviews, like, like probably like a year ago. And uh I found it really funny. I found looking at strip club reviews really entertaining because there's a lot of like really shitty reviews. They're like one star or three stars, but there's also a lot of like wholesome ones and things that are just fucking weird. And what better person to have with me than my wonderful graphic designer, my best friend, Keps Maria?
1: Hi, it's me, Keps Maria.
0: Yes, and I am Aurora, and we are here to read you some fucking awesome and really weird strip club reviews. So this is the Pussy Mansion Reads Strip Club Reviews Part 1, and we have decided after a very long time and consideration and working very hard on this, we did not half-ass any of this at all. Portland, Oregon is our first city that we're gonna go through. So we I decided to choose Portland, Oregon So at first I was like, oh, you know what? Why don't we just do kind of like a few different cities here and there and I was like, no, I want to focus in on one city at a time So Portland, Oregon has some unique spots to hit up for a good time It is really unique because they have like everything from punk rock uh, vegan restaurants, Vegas styled strip clubs. Um, they have a, they have everything. You know they have a little bit of everything for anyone. And Portland is interesting because it's considered the stripper capital of the United States. I believe that's self proclaimed, um, but rightfully so because Portland has the most uh, strip clubs per capita of any city in the U.S. So they actually have fifty four strip clubs, and that's just right behind Houston, Texas. So. Oregon is the only state with a, uh, it's a it's with a state constitution that specifically protects obscenity, quote unquote, under the First Amendment. That means that they're the only U.S. state unable to pass laws prohibiting bottomless dancers in places that serve alcohol. So, what that means is pretty much if you go to a full nude strip club at uh, or in the U.S you will not be able to drink alcohol. They do not have full bars at full nude clubs. Um, they are usually BYOB. But Portland, and I'm assuming all of Oregon, yeah, you can have a full bar. You can have your gin and tonic. You can have your craft beer, along with seeing full nudity. So why Why exactly is that, Kepps?
1: Well, according to OregonEncyclopedia.org, Uh, There's a case in 1982 with a bookstore that was charged with uh, distributing obscene material and violating quote-unquote contemporary state standards and uh, they claim it taken as a whole lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value because that's what people are looking for at an adult bookstore.
0: Yeah. It's for adults. I want to read about, like, the sexy librarians. I want to really jerk off to, like, physics.
1: Yeah. We're looking for those encyclopedias. (laughs) (laughs) The 80s encyclopedias. (laughs) Okay, so basically it was defended through the ACLU. um, And they found under Article 1, Section 8 of the Oregon Constitution that they couldn't really, what I'm taking from this... I don't know legal jargon, but uh, just distilled down to it basically claimed that you can't really define obscenity. Um, And they found it within socially acceptable forms expressively, like based on a community sexual standard. So, whatever that means. Um, It was stated that any person can write, print, read say, show, or sell anything to a consenting adult, even though that expression may be generally or universally considered obscene.
0: Yeah, and that would give people the leeway of, like, it's so general that you cannot define that, right?
1: I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) I suppose.
0: So that's why they can do these things over there, which is pretty fantastic. So... Discussing Portland as a city, Portland has always been seen as like the the weird, unique, uh, you know, very interesting kind of place. So there's a lot of you know alternative looking people. They are home to a great number of tattoo artists and tattoo parlors. A lot of great strip clubs. Um, they're very liberal and their politics. You know, it kind of does remind me of Austin a lot. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm gonna be straightforward. I've never actually been to Portland, so please do not send me. Death threats for comparing Portland to Austin. Thank you.
1: We <laughs> cite all of our information from Portlandia.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty accurate, I think. So I, I do think though that Portland does have definitely a unique crowd. But what I why I, what I would compare it to Austin is because I mean, like I said, I've never actually been there, but from what it looks like and what I've seen, it's it's a you know predominantly like white Caucasian, which is you know. It just reminds me a little bit of Austin.
1: They both literally have the same brand, which is
0: keep, keep Portland weird, yeah. <laughs> keep Austin weird. Yeah.
1: Which I don't know who came up with that first.
0: Can someone clarify that for us? Can someone email? I want to, I need to know the truth and it's out there. Who is weird? Who? Tell me which one was first. Was it Austin or Portland? The chicken or the egg? I think Austin has to be the egg.
1: I want to believe. (laughs) There's Austin floating on a
0: poster. (laughs) I want to believe. But it's just like the city grid. Like it's not actually... Portland also, by the way, we just want to mention this real quick, um, shout out to Portland as a city for taking initiative against the police brutality that's been happening, part of the, you know, partaking in the BLM movement, also standing up to the feds and the military personnel that have all of a sudden just randomly showed up in the city from like two weeks ago. What the fuck, right?
1: What a coincidence.
0: I know, it's fucking crazy.
1: Hey guys, what are you doing here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, for the for the people that are being taken away by unmarked vehicles with people that have no identification with like full body armor and weapons. These people that are usually being taken are what they look like they could be like like aligning with like leftist groups like Antifa. Even though I've even seen pictures of some people that have been taken that weren't dressed in like armor or goggles or anything. They just had like their mask and like were wearing jeans, (laughs) you know, it's it's crazy to me that that's the kind of state that we are living in. And to see that that has not only happened in Portland, but it has been uh, it has been talked about in Seattle. Uh, I've even heard reports of uh, feds showing up in Austin. Um, It's been all over. So, you know, keep yourself aware and we want to keep everyone aware as well. So that's why we mention it. I've seen some really intense footage of like, you know, Portland citizens, Portlandians pushing back, you know, military personnel and cops. And I I think that's so powerful. And, and, you know, you know, good on you.
1: And what, they're saying to watch for um, kind of generic unmarked cars that might be following your trail. Because right now we're sort of re-entering McCarthy years. It seems to be with this generic definition of anyone who falls under Antifa or they can label as a Marxist-Leninist. So it's we're just seeing repetitions and like Red Scare themes as we've seen throughout history over and over again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So please keep yourself um, aware of your surroundings, aware of the, the vehicles that are may or may not be following you. Also, I believe that the the feds have actually been working directly with Enterprise. That's what I've heard. And I've read a couple of different sources on that. So that means they can get whatever car they want. It doesn't have to be like a black, you know, Nissan Ultima. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever, but usually generic standard cars. So Portland, we're thinking of you and uh, stay safe. So now we're gonna talk about your wonderful strip clubs. (laughs) So the history of the Portland stripping scene, besides the fact that it is the most strip clubs per capita of any city, they also have uh, this Miss Exotic contest that's pretty interesting. So they choose like, you know, stripper of the year, I believe. And they, you know, it's based off athleticism and, and so many other different varieties of what makes the best stripper, I guess. And I think that's really awesome. I think that's super cool. Let's see. So the laws and regulations definitely different. We did discuss that as well. Um, as for what kind of strip clubs are there, a majority of the strip clubs that I have seen going through the reviews, considering I have not been there, this is just from like A very distant view they seem to be a lot more intimate they're usually a little bit smaller Uh, very much like bar like very like I think it's a little bit more relaxed kind of reminds me of Jumbo's Con Room by the way I love Jumbo's and it it, kind of reminds me that same like feel like not like the Vegas style strip clubs and uh, I they're definitely okay so like some of the websites that I was seeing like the girls are scheduled like they have like slots for the girls they talk about like who's coming in there's there's usually I believe like 25 to 30 girls to a club sometimes which is very different from um other clubs where it's like you can have 85 girls in a night there it's crazy so yeah I think Portland strip clubs and the strip scene is a little bit more intimate in that sense and they're a little bit more lax and you know Uh, I was reading this article talking about how a lot of them are like heavily tattooed. There's a lot of alternative girls and I'm like, that's super cool. I love that.
1: Oh, I was going to say the, the word divy was used a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I think, yeah, just because Portland is that scene of like kind of metal rock and roll and stuff like that. Um, that that's why I think it's like that more intimate,
1: you know, as experts of Portland. Yes. As, (laughs) as
0: two very experts Okay.
1: Yeah, as two very experts support.
0: Where's the brain cell? Where the fuck is the brain cell? <laughs> Who has it? <laughs> okay. So we're going to start off with Mary's. I'm going to start off with a review from Mary's. So Mary's Club is pretty interesting. So it was operating for 55 years. Um, it was bought by a man named Roy Keller. He bought it from this woman whose name, I believe, was Mary. And it was like a, a, C, a Siemens like bar so they would come into town and
1: hell yeah it was
0: yeah and it's like really cool and they have these wonderful murals up there uh and then he brought in exotic dancers in february of 1965 it is currently owned by his daughter vicky and uh vicky also owns and manages it um fun fact courtney love dance there as michelle So, yeah, Mary's Club is definitely a very interesting little place, and it's the oldest strip club in Portland. So, let's read this wonderful review. So, these are two reviews from Mary's Club. So, we're doing a a mixture of, like, one-star reviews to five stars. It doesn't matter. We're just trying to get the most entertaining ones. So, Mary's Club, one star. My friend called asking about some prices, and the woman that answered the phone hung up on him.
1: That's how you know it's going to be a good club.
0: Dude, if you got to fucking call someone and ask, like, my question is, like, what the fuck were you asking? Were you like, so how much is the lap dance? Like, bitch, you just go in there and find out. You know what I'm saying? Fuck around and find out.
1: FinDom rates, like, five out of five.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because, like, I think we were talking about this earlier with, with a lot of these reviews that we saw. It's like, we had to pay $5 for the cover. And I'm like, dude, you paid five fucking dollars? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? some of
1: these prices that they're complaining about i'm like hey hey i'll take that spot Mm -hmm. ian come on one star review says i called to ask if they charge for a hug i have a thing for hugging and they
0: blew me off and hung up with a laugh that's what i'm saying go fuck around and find out why do people just go in Mary
1: sounds sick, to be honest. This sounds like a great
0: call. It's It's actually Mary herself that's yeah. actually answering these telephone calls. Yeah.
1: I like how I'm, like, conscious of, like, I don't want my beer can to, like, clink around or something. And, like, like, half the podcast I listen to, you're going hear someone, like, ripping into a bong. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna know I'm not a good Christian girl. <laughs> I really like this one from Silverado. Um, which I think is a gay bar out there. No, I know. It's a gay bar. (laughs) I read read enough of the reviews, and most of them were pretty glowing, kind of uh, a long-standing establishment, but this one really stuck out to me (laughs) from uh, Brandon with a five-star review. It reads Tony the Tiger Great. That's it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Woof. (laughs) Oh, no. I love it. Okay. All right. Is that
1: the only one I have?
0: Sorry. Yeah. I, I think all... That's
1: it. <laughs> I did a really good job. At Save-
0: I like this one. So this is from Stag Bar. Uh, Holly gives a one star review and it just says, didn't go. <laughs> Can you believe? There's like someone out there. <laughs>
1: I'm going to joke. <laughs>
0: There's someone out there going to fucking reviews and being like, never (laughs) went one star. Is that a power move? That's a power move. One star didn't go. It was so bad. I never actually (laughs) went. And here's my fucking review.
1: It was that $3 cover. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for real, right? (laughs) Okay. This is another one for Stag Bar. From Natalie. A four star review. (laughs) simply
0: reads punching
1: bag machine.
0: You know, I really hope can anyone can anyone verify that there's a punching bag machine at stag bar and why I ask is because Is it it's like the this ominous like review to me? It's like was there a punching bag machine? Was she using someone as a punching yeah, bag really machine? Like, <laughs> I'm like, or like she was so angry. She was like need
1: punching bag machine. <laughs> Uh, and and this is like they got a little star next to their picture this is local guide oh shit an oracle
0: of Portland is in our present. so this is from DV8 um, DV8 was actually pretty cool because I really enjoyed their website so I tried to do a little bit of research on any clubs that I saw out there and I saw this one DV8 and I was like oh this looks cool I actually like the interior of the club I thought it was really neat and <laughs> In, in the website it says Great tits, fine asses, cold beer, and the best steaks in town And then it goes All the boobs, plus booze, none of the nagging And I'm yeah. like, holy shit What else can a fucking person ask for? Boobs, beer, none of the nagging Hell yeah Hell
1: yeah, dude Not a single bitch ex-wife inspects.
0: <laughs> Right, and just like imagine, can you imagine like if that was your that was your hustle you're just like, my fucking God, like degrading someone just like, why do you dress like that? Why do you fucking look like that? why don't you ever wash your hands? When was the last time you fed the cat, like you know what I mean, like nagging you I like. Mean- People, they pay money for that. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what if there was a whole strip club just for that?
1: Oh,
0: my God. It would be like the dominatrix strip club. That'd be sick. (laughs) So this is a this is a review from Heather. It's it's beautiful. Some of these reviews are just so dense to me. And I'm just like, but they hold so much nuance at the same time. So Heather says five stars. Titty's huge. Like what? A wholesome review. This is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Honestly, wherever you are, Heather, I love you. This review is pure. So
1: this one I particularly liked. Uh, We were kind of talking about this earlier when people want to classify an area or an establishment or something. And this came from Wade, who gave a two-star review. And he said, sketchy as hell. I just like the clapback from the owner who said, hey, Wade, was there something that you could point out or elaborate that made you uncomfortable, aka sketchy? We'd love to know in detail so we can see if it is something that is business related.
0: Damn. See, I love looking at reviews of strip clubs and then when the actual clubs reply and they're just like, I'm sorry, bitch, what? Yeah. (laughs) Um, can you repeat that? That's probably, like, the best shit. I love when strip clubs clap back.
1: Yeah, they're coming back at him like, what was it, Wade? What was sketchy about it? You want to tell us what was sketchy?
0: (laughs) This one is also from DV8, or for DV8. It's a five-star review from Asper. Oh, Jesus, I'm not even going to try to say this. Okay, sorry, the name was just, this is actually, I don't even think this is a person. I think this is also, this is actually another oracle. (laughs) He has the star. Oh, oh! Oh, Oh, this one has like vampire energy. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! Fucking the count left a five star review. (laughs) The count himself, the count, the counts of Portland himself, left a five star review for DBA, and it says, "On the social occasion that I come into a strip club, I buy a drink, I take in my surroundings, I admire the women." Give tokens of appreciation for the ones I enjoy. (laughs) Like, he's giving them shekels. Like, like, what (laughs) the? Yes, I kind of want to read this in, like, a vampiric accent, but I'll try that later. DV8 and its sister club, among others, have always done well by their chill and laid-back atmosphere, beautiful and pleasant women, and reasonably priced drinks. And for that, I thank you. This is a fucking, this is a gentleman right here. (laughs) If one would like to experiment, (laughs) come on, if one would like to experiment in the opposite experience, go to Union Jacks, all capitals, to experience ridiculous head games, entry freeze, uncomfortable pressure, I said uncontrollable pressure, uncomfortable pressure, expensive drinks, and suck you by slash vampires, you rock DBA, holy fuck. Is this a shill? This is some, like, obvious shade. What, mm. what happened to you, Count?
1: Who hurt you?
0: So I was thinking in my head, I was like, I'm gonna try and do my best Dracula voice. I admire the women. Give tokens of appreciation for the ones I enjoy. Deviate and its sister club. Among others have always done well by their chilling laid-back atmosphere. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I gotta I gotta reread the vampire part. Go to... You... Fuck. Expensive drinks. And suck you by vampires. <laughs> you rock deviate. <laughs> Do not give me hate mail for my shitty vampire accent, okay?
1: You're gonna offend the vampires.
0: I'm gonna defend the entire <laughs> vampire community. Okay. They're gonna come out from their, like, crypts.
1: Well, look who it is. Just in time. We have a review for your Union Jacks Club. It is a, a one-star review, and this is one of the ones we were just like baffled <laughs> by. From Paul, we have an unfortunate one-star experience. Paul says, I went in to grab a quick drink on Friday. They wanted a $3 cover charge. They charged $5 for a beer, and the waitress wants a tip too? After that, the dancers are all over you, and you can't enjoy a drink without being asked for a dance. Excuse me, sir, this is a
0: strip club. <laughs> yeah, and that goes back to the fucking thing. like number one, okay, let's get back to like um three fucking dollars. I don't even pay three dollars to go to like our fucking local dance club, like yeah. to go out and like get fucking like lit and like have fun and dance. Like, minimum ten dollars to do anything
1: you can't go to like a dive bar around here or a dive club really without paying at least like 10 bucks yeah and you you're not seeing titties so yeah and
0: you're not even getting to see titties I mean maybe in like the bathroom zero titties zero titties ten dollars
1: <laughs> zero titties
0: $10. but then you, <laughs> but then like twenty dollars and titties. I'm like, that's a fucking, that's great. It's fantastic. Like the fact that it's three fucking dollars. I'm like this, how cheap is that? $3. How cheap is it over there? Three fucking doll hairs. And I'm like fucking angry.
1: Oh my God. Also $5 for a beer. It's not bad. I know. What kind of beer are we talking? Cause I mean, that's, like, bottom shelf kind of And,
0: yeah, y'all y'all have good beers, right, in Portland? Right? Yeah. What's a bad five... Like, what's a $5 beer in Portland? It's, like, like this is a sour pilsner yeah. fermented with the piss of God. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I just don't... <laughs> I don't mean, know. Is that a PBR price? And oh, yeah, I forget, like, that's a thing. Yeah. I forget that PAPS is, like, a beer that people yeah. drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then it also goes back to the whole... Why are you at a strip club if you don't intend on having a good time and you don't intend on spending money and you don't intend on tipping the entertainers, the strippers, the cocktail waitresses, the bartenders? It just blows my fucking mind that you really, really don't want to do that. I just don't understand. Like, for instance, actually, this is pretty funny. So my ex one time actually told me, you're gonna fucking die. My ex told me one time that he went to a strip club to go have a chat with his friend and they were drinking whiskey and they kept telling the girls like, Hey, we're just here to talk. What? Yeah. Like motherfucker, go to a conference room. Yeah, Go
1: to a library. <laughs> no, don't talk in the library. That's not how they work. But I'm just like, go, go literally anywhere else. Pick up the phone, have a phone call.
0: Yeah. You don't have to like I don't understand that. Like, why do you come to a strip club to, like, go fucking talk?
1: No, no. You don't understand. We're just here to have a little chat.
0: With a view? Well, then you got a tip for the view. Yeah. Or, like, whenever... Oh, my God. This is one of my favorites. Whenever I go up to a guy and I'm like, hey, how are you? What are you doing? Or, like, what's going on? you want to dance? That's definitely not how I talk to patrons, by the way, because I would never make money if I did that. I have to sound a little bit more enthusiastic about my job. (laughs) So, I'll go up to a dude and I'm like... Hey, how are you? My name's Aurora. Do you mind if I take a seat with you? And then they will pull the, oh, I'm actually just watching the game. Mm. But the thing is, Mm. is that they, they are, there are people like that, that go to strip clubs. like, no, I'm just here to watch the game. And I'm like, what the fuck? Go to a sports bar. And I, I get it. Some people do like to have like, okay, I get it. TVs in strip clubs putting on the, the fucking game for baseball, basketball, MMA fights, doing those nights. I, yeah, it's a, it's a good moneymaker. It really does well. But fucking Christ, if you have the stupid TVs next to the stage, I'm going to go ape. I'm going to just go up there and tear them down. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when I go to a strip club and there's TVs next to the stage. I'm yes. like, what the fuck? Like, Really? It throws
1: off the like lighting, it throws off the atmosphere. Cause it's throwing all that like blue light when you're yeah. like, trying to soften up with all the like warm and glowy. You've got that like bisexual lighting. You've got that <laughs> like that dank sort of like Nicholas winding refin like drive lighting. Hell That's yeah. That's what you're going for. And then you're gonna have like football fluorescence.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I'm not only really on top of that, but like the fucking like, you know, like Let's see, like like the like the commercials for like vivance and like uh like prostate cancer and shit like that, just like like playing in the back. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm trying to be all hot and shit, and there's just like a commercial for like geico insurance, <laughs> yes. like you're just in the fucking like corner. It's fucking ridiculous. And you know what? When it comes to lighting, my favorite lighting, by the way, is going to be red lighting and that like nice tinted blue lighting.
1: Oh hell yeah. It
0: goes very well with my aesthetic. I love it.
1: Hell yeah. I mean red lighting is Honestly, you see it as, like, the universally flattering lighting. Other than that, it makes, like, your your lips kind of dissolve into your face. <laughs> That's the one thing, but it gets rid of, like, all those red tones. Yeah, it does so lighting.
0: well. It's very sexy. Like, razor burn? I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to, like, tell a really funny story real quick. So, I remember it was Friday the 13th, and uh, this is very important to the story, just by the way. It was Friday the 13th, and we were all... Like, getting all hyped about it. And, like, for Friday the 13th at the club, I would wear collars and stuff, or I started doing that at some point. I would look a little bit more edgy, you know? And uh, I remember, this is, all, this is all pertaining to lighting. I remember sitting at the bar in VIP and, like, chatting with my regulars, chatting with my bartender, and I was like, yeah, some spooky shit's going on. It's Friday the 13th, and it's, like, a full moon or some wild shit was happening. And then, all of a sudden, it was a storm, and the power cuts off. <gasps> and this is a, we have like a like we're, we're we're very much like a vegas styled strip club i believe and all of a sudden the, all the fucking lights turn on so after all the lights cut off all the lights turned fucking on. And I have never seen a girl run off stage so fast. This fucking bitch, she was on the stage and then all of a sudden her top was she was like like she was fucking she was jetting. She was jetting and dead ass. Like I was at the bar and like the fucking fluorescent lights came on and I was like, uh-uh, nope. And I turned around, I was like, no. I was like, y'all don't need to see how pancaked my fucking foundation is. I'm like, chill. I'm like, this lighting is not okay. Fluorescent lighting makes you look like a fucking monster. Doesn't matter how much makeup you have on. Oh my god, yes. Oh my fucking god. So Costa Diablo is actually the vegan restaurant strip club. I had I had not looked at their menu, but the fact that there's a vegan restaurant strip club is pretty fucking cool. That is very niche, and I like that. So this is from Mick Rich. Rich Mitch. Mm. Oh my god. Must be rich. Bitch, dude, look oh my god I'm gonna fucking look at this fucking guys okay so this dude rich. this is a tongue twister that I'm not being I'm not gonna take a part in his <laughs> icon photo has a star next to it which is like he's an oracle obviously but he has the fucking movie poster of the grudge as his icon and honestly I'm shook I'm unsettled I mean that's a it's a vibe it's, <laughs> it's a vibe not sure If it's the right vibe, but it's a vibe. So this guy, and actually, no, I think the vibe goes very well with this fucking review. Five stars for Casa Diablo. Love the chalkboard. Tell them I said so. I had a lot of fun playing with the chalkboard and funny stuff, but it was nice to drink up a beer or two. Love the free chocolate cake and cheese cookies. I'm going back soon. If I read that review and I worked there, I'd be like, who the fuck is this? No, no. Yeah, it it got a lot more
1: ominous when we talked about like the the fact that their profile picture is from the Grudge. Love the chalkboard. I don't like it. Five stars. I don't like it. <laughs> Five stars. I appreciated this because this is for DV8. I just like the the title, the profile name. It's from Devon, my beautiful son who gave a one-star review. No actual written review. It just says, Devin, my beautiful son. And the owner responded with, Devin, why the one-star review? Please let us know so that we can address that this is a real person rating their experience. Of course it's real. It's Devin, my beautiful son.
0: You know, I actually read it more like an obituary. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Devin. Spooky. (laughs) my beautiful son one star
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> going into the spooky theme i think we have like a really good follow
0: up so i don't know much about this but apparently there is a strip club haunted house yes so oh no so this is i'm going to try my best to read this see this is the whole point about this this like mini series that i want to do These reviews are fucking, like, just the most random, makes no sense. Like, the Chuck E. Cheese reviews have more, like, context. Mm -hmm. So, Sky Castelli. Sky Castelli gives five stars. And this very, uh... I don't even know what to call this. Uh, 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 oh yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, this could be lyrics to a song. Actually, Mm -hmm. now that I'm saying it a lot. Ooh, yes, ugh, ah. Uh huh. I'm really trying to read this. This is very hard. But and you know what? They left five stars, and I think they might be quoting a Benny Benassi song. Mm. So, Strip Club Haunted House. Good on ya.
1: <laughs> also, for Strip Club Haunted House, Brad North, 2714.mp4, gave a one star review and said, my son lives there now. Thanks.
0: Sorry for your loss, Brad. We're sorry for your loss, Brad. Ooh. Is this one a spicy? Okay, so then we also have this wonderful one-star review from Club Sin Rock. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. The ma- <laughs> Jason Black, one-star review, says, The manager stole my vape pen, capital V, by the way. The manager stole my vape pen, and some waitress inside me told me it was illegal to hold a shot and a beer at the same time. Two thumbs down. I wonder if that's true. Oh, is that fucking true? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Portland, what's up? Wait, are you- re- is that a thing? Are you, is it illegal to hold a shot and a beer at the same time? Bitch, I'm up in the club double fisting. I got like 40 shots in one hand. I right. have like a keg in the other.
1: Also, who had the like fucking eagle eyes to be like, sir, sir? <laughs> holy shit (laughs) sees him from like across the bar and just like you can't do that sir
0: yeah and you know the other thing is is like I I don't know why people can think that they're so entitled to being above certain laws right but like those those kinds of things are very like like, what, like, it's not really that big of a deal. Like, yeah. you, it, there's nothing to, like, to, <laughs> like take a go. huge fat fucking dump over because you're so angry. Yeah. Like, just, what do you mean I can't hold my fucking shot and my beer? You mean I have to put one fucking down right now? Like, you can't just, like, politely just set it down. Right. Like, oh, okay, no problem. No, it's like, he's, like, white knuckle, like, holding it. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's going to take it from you. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, put it's like, it down. <laughs> he's scared of, like, someone stealing his shot. Okay, coming in at Club Sin Rock,
1: we've got two reviews following one another. I think it, you know, just pairs really well with one another,
0: like like a good chocolate with wine.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, good grilled cheese wine combination. First one comes from James, leaving a a two star review. He says, "What a bunch of losers." <laughs>
0: What a bunch of losers! Is this like a nineteen like fifties? You know, <laughs> yeah. like
1: there there's something like so anachronistic about that. I was like, okay, James, I hear you. But he still gave them two stars. Yeah, you seem like a shit, but you know, points for um, sounding like you're you know from a nineteen fifties like Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> Not Stanley Kubrick. What the fuck? Steven Spielberg kind of movie. All right? <laughs> then yeah. following that, we have Amber, also an oracle. All right? We've got... N-
0: yes, the Portland Oracle Society. Yeah, the Portland
1: Oracle Society. She gave a three-star review saying cryptically, the club opens at 2 p.m. All around very neutral. Very neutral
0: response. Three stars. The club opens at 2 p.m. See, I think that can mean one of three things. Either, what the fuck, like, why does the club open at 2 p.m.? Like, that's way too early. Or two, the club opens at 2 p.m. Like, she's like, I'm there at 8 o'clock in the morning, ready to see some fucking badass and titties. Fuck you guys for not being open earlier. Or three, she's just stating the time. She's just like, the club opens at 2 p.m. That's it. She's making everyone aware, like... It's 2 p.m. And I don't know which one it is. So, uh, if you're listening, uh, Amber, please, can you clarify this review for us? We are dying, itching, to know. This review was from four years ago. God damn it.
1: (laughs) Rest in peace, Amber.
0: (laughs) Okay. The oracles have a lifespan of four years. (laughs) That's it.
1: The, Oracle. the oracles, much like octopuses, octopi, they live a short but fully enriched life. Well, unless you're like the count, yeah. And they can feel, they can feel and experience a lot through their tentacles.
0: Yes. So this is a strip club review. That's five stars, and it says the best strip club in Portland, hands down. Stripperoki is fantastic. I hear Disney night is awesome, too. The dancers are talented and we always have a blast. And just a note for the other reviewers, if the bartender at any strip club cuts you off, it's time to just go home or any bar for that matter. Trisha, also a local Oracle. I just want to let you know that is fantastic. That is so sweet. And um, although this the, the fucking name of the club is not listed on here because it's cropped, but I believe this is probably Lucky Devil's Lounge. And so I actually want to talk about them real quick. Lucky Devils Lounge, you guys are fantastic. They have this thing called Stripper Oki. So um, you get to sing into the mic while a girl strips for you. It's fantastic. I I think that is so cool. I'm also kind of curious if anyone knows anything about Lucky Devils Lounge. So um, do you tip to actually do the karaoke? Like, is it like 20 bucks or 25 bucks? That's very interesting to me. I like that concept. So Lucky Devils Lounge, by the way, they were so 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 cool so they started doing that boober eats and uh you know delivering food and like wearing pacies i think I, I talked about that in um one of the previous episodes COVID 19 the reckoning uh they did change their name to lucky devil eats uh they have been around for 12 years huh i know i know they've been around for 12 years they were designed bill and oh by the people who also own several other clubs in portland uh such as dante's and kit Cats. so their strip rookie is really fucking cool and i'm very curious to know how, uh, more about how it works and I think think it's so fucking awesome. Uh, They also have something called Tiny Tuesdays, as so I have read. I'm not sure if that's still a thing. So Tiny Tuesdays, I believe, it's like when they have like like primarily short women there, like under five foot, I believe. Okay. Yes. So I was like, that's interesting. And, And that's what I believe. And so this is from a review that I had read. So if this is entirely false and this is a lie and there is no such thing, somebody please put me out of my misery
1: (laughs) also did you hear that disney adults have a disney night
0: (laughs) adjust mickey mouse (laughs) ears well all these
1: bitches with their fucking like princess merch calendars in their office hell yeah this is for you if you frequent disney world Three plus times a year, you got money. You got money. You're upper
0: middle class. (laughs) That's actually our class system. It's like the amount of times that you go into Disneyland or Disney World. I saw that on Twitter.
1: I saw that too. It's pretty good.
0: It's pretty fucking good. So this is Devil's Point, and it's going to be two reviews. So the first one is from Tessa, one star. I was standing outside chatting with a friend before going back inside. I was the DD for my friend's birthday outing. And a couple of bikers rolled up and were yelling at people to get off the sidewalk. There was plenty of space for them to park elsewhere, even just a few feet away. But when I didn't move for the Confederate flag wearing hog riders, the bouncer grabbed me by both arms and threw me off the off the what? Threw me off the and pushed me against the side of a van and kept pushing me until I left. What the fuck? Later, when I went back to get my purse, the bouncer threatened to kill me if I approached the door. Thankfully, my friend grabbed my thing, so I didn't lose anything except my evening. And the dancers were really... Oh, and by the way, they're using, like, the star symbols around really, I guess, instead of quotations, and I don't understand why. The dancers were really nice and very talented, and the food and drinks were okay. They were out of pulled pork that night, though.
1: Fuck off, dude! What a wild ride,
0: dude! That's fucking crazy. Like number one, I am so sorry if that happened to you. Like that is that is not that is terrible. Like that's no one should <laughs> yeah. ever ever treat you like that. No no bouncer should put their hands on you like that ever. But what the fuck kind of story is that? Holy shit! The second review from Devil's Point is a five star review from Daniel. Place was awesome. Super friendly staff. DJ was cool. Eighties and nineties nights were incredible. Seven and Brandy were the best. Number one. Oh my god. Holy shit. Seven as a stripper name. That's kind of sick. Ooh. That's sick. Seven was absolutely incredible on stage, and for a newer dancer, Brandy had a lot of talent and is already a spectacular dancer.
1: Yeah, this was another one with like vampire energy. Oh hell yeah. It's the whole podcast, right there.
0: All right. So this is from the Golden Dragon. This is a five-star review from Daddy Dermo. Uh. Germo, Germo, Germo,
1: Germo. I'm, germo? Germo. I like, I'm liking
0: Germo. Yeah, fantastic. I've seen a thing or two. My approval isn't easily earned. When you have great and unexpected success, don't ask why. Just count your blessings. Happiness is given. Is there still, is there still to be trouble? There is only a moment. Hold on to it. There is only a moment between the past and the future. It precisely, it that is called life golden dragon had a strong positive effect a double impact on my martin luther king jr day (laughs) oh my god we had a nice chat with skylar the golden dragon girl about why the heart chakra is and should be green rather than red and our interest in enabling kids and adults to articulate themselves better throat chakra the heart chakra on the one hand, without lust, green towards pointing triangle, love, red is intimate and affectionate but not sensual. On the other hand, men get hurt, parentheses, rejected, <laughs> <laughs> because they don't conceal their intentions, green upwards pointing triangle. That's the meaning of the hexagram used to represent the heart chakra. Fucking um, Papa DiGiorno over here mm-hmm. is really fucking going at it.
1: Ooh,
0: okay. The
1: throat chakra. Toastmasters International logo is a blue, (laughs) (laughs) blue globe. (laughs) Just like the throat chakra. Why a globe? An intellectual formula is a language that is adopted as a common language between speakers whose native languages are different. My esteemed colleagues, here's a toast to love. Everything is at its acme especially the art of approaching and handling women. Let fools contend for who actually understood women first. (laughs) Instead, let us conduct ourselves in such manner that we may pass on this priceless heritage to our children and to yet unborn future generations. May it be said to us by them that we were good stewards, that in the golden age of product knowledge of women, Successive love macking on the ladies and pimp taught in a continuous tradition, and we're not in the least ashamed of being traditional, that each taught in an individual way, with a perpetual slight novelty.
0: Novelty. This <laughs> but, sounds like a fucking novella, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah,
1: I think I was a Freudian slip there but we were not a series of separate lunatics looking at separate worlds. Okay, Jordan Peterson, I see
0: you. (laughs) We all come from different backgrounds, yet we have one common agenda. We are taking steps to end the gender war by educating and informing the whole mass of the menfolk. So I'm going to start calling dudes. (laughs) I'm not going to call men, be like the menfolk. In the battle of the hearts, you are either one who is pursued... Or a man who lets women use him. There is no middle ground. Some guys have to be spoon-fed the truth about women in relationships. Their egos won't permit them to take it all in at once. Okay. The opposite of a blocker is a helper. This girl will try to set you up with a girl or build you up to one. There has to be at least six of these young women on the planet. Just six. Just six. That's it. I think Skylar is a helper, and Golden Dragon is a helper environment. It's just those six girls there. That's amazing. The solar plexus chakra. And let's drink yerba mate to hope that one day this vital force lying dormant within us, this sleeping serpent, will coil around the yellow gold solar plexus chakra. Sound practical judgment, which is now gold dust. In an insane world as symbolized by my gold cartoon pendant of Pluto. (laughs) cold cartoon pendant of pluto skylar's favorite cartoon character oh shit like pluto the dog oh fuck i thought they meant oh. like the god oh
1: okay
0: this guy's talking about like the solar plexus and the heart chakra and like the throat chakra i was like oh pluto like the 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 plant okay never mind daddy oh wow this is this is some extremely weird like vampiric cult leader energy. I'm kind of digging it. Um, Five stars. Holy shit. Yeah. Who is this man? And, you know, I really just want to say, I I honestly, this review is fantastic. (laughs) I think it's great. This is probably the best one we have read. Oh, my God. It is a fucking tome right in here. Um, God.
1: An absolute wall of text. My man daddy germo uh probably needs to lay off some of the anti-postmodern philosophy but
0: uh yeah and i've never heard the term pimpologist but like holy shit
1: yeah are there books on that i don't know man
0: like that's just so fucking crazy to me like (sighs) dude my third eye just opened it's a googly eye because i wear that on the stage and just, wrap. <laughs> just <laughs> rattle my head around.
1: Oh my god. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. Man, I'm getting, like, esoteric, kind of... What, what is this? Is this Mason vibes? I'm getting Jordan Peterson vibes. It's kind of impartially terrible from that, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm definitely of course this dude fucks with toastmasters like i don't know that much about it but i feel like it does actually have crossover with the pua community this has pua vibes all over it mm-hmm. like you know Neil, neil strauss kind of stuff we got that we we got it see right to its core i wonder if this but, person's
0: a pickup artist like a self-proclaimed pickup artist yeah blocker and helper holy shit
1: yeah they're they're getting into some other stuff with that but i just what toastmasters is just it's supposed to be like practicing public speaking it's like literally
0: oh shit of course fuck that's exactly what that is yeah toastmasters is practicing public speaking man shit i should be on toastmasters i need help
1: yeah (laughs) i've like considered it it's like a They, like, exchange
0: speeches. Are you kidding me? Yeah. About, like, just anything? I'm
1: pretty sure... I feel like he wrote this specifically for Toastmasters. That
0: was, like, for his summer intensive, like, his, like, side project. They're like, okay, so you're gonna have to put out five reviews... Um your choice on either a restaurant, a bar, and uh you're gonna have to send us a rough draft and then whenever you're done, take a picture of the review, send it to us, and we will grade it for you and we're gonna rate it on a one to ten scale, and then you will read the final product of the five of your choosing at the next meeting.
1: We're already a Toastmaster.
0: <laughs> we just Are you kidding me? Absolutely.
1: But yeah, uh, oh my God. So this one, this one was a two-star review from, I wanna say Jack Force. She said, looks like a Jack Force two-star review. Reported, uh, dirty club needs a scrubbing. The senior bouncer was helpful, but the DJ Larry is very unprofessional and rude demanding tips from girls who made all of $30 after he tells them about his $800 sneakers will not be revisiting. And I'm like, shame on you, Larry, DJ Larry. <laughs> like, I feel like that could be a point of topic in itself.
0: Yeah, so that's interesting because of the whole tipping. Like tipping out is very common. Uh, at some clubs, you will have a no-tip-out policy, like, you're not required to tip out. Like, at my club, we don't have to tip our managers out. We don't have to tip our DJs. We don't have to tip our house moms. But I highly recommend it. I believe that you should tip out. Absolutely. Because, you know, we're all a team. We work together. And that sucks, man. That really sucks, like, if you're badgering someone that may, like... And sometimes that will happen. You'll make, like, fucking $30. Mm. But if it's required... Like sometimes, yeah, they're gonna actually ask you. They're like, "Oh, okay, well, you still have to tip out," and like it sucks because, like, I mean, I've I've left work in the negative. I go in, I pay my house fee, and I fucking leave like negative sixty dollars. Yeah, I've fucking had that happen before. It fucking sucks. But the fact that that person's like gloating about their eight hundred dollars shoes, I'm like, yeah, that's that's not cool, man. Yeah, come on, DJ Larry,
1: <laughs> Larry, Jesus Christ, and his off white sneakers, <laughs>
0: right? But yeah, uh,
1: that in itself is like, you know, you see a lot of, um, hype around how much money can be brought home and it's not always going to be like that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, me and Minx actually spoke about that in the last episode, like the, the fluctuation of income. You have to understand that getting into this industry, that there's not always going to be thousand dollar nights. There's not always going to be $500 nights. No. Sometimes you'll leave with $30. Sometimes you'll leave with $20. Sometimes you'll leave with 60 a 100 150 It's not always going to be those big nights. And I think that's really frustrating. There's a very glamorized idea of what the stri- stripping industry is like. And it's, it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass. And it goes back to like the whole like whenever I would go out with my friends and like I've had people be like, well, you know, she's a stripper. She makes money. And I'm like, Mm. I could be fucking broke for all you know. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, man.
1: Yeah. Right. I actually saw a TikTok that was starting to like open that up of all platforms uh, that's starting to creep into my for you page. And there is a girl who did like just kind of a very laid-back night, just kind of what it was like as a quick take, and she only took back, like, I think just a short amount, like $80 or something, and the comments were all like, thank you so much for showing this side that it's not always going to be this insane amount of money. Like, this is so important to put out. Mm
0: -hmm. So we're going to end it with Mr. MJ Got Game. He has left a five-star review, and he says, great music nice women, for real coup spot for the youngins. And you know, this man, I don't know if he's either 45 or 50 or 27 or 25. I don't know. He's an enigma. But what I will say, though, is that from reading through these reviews, strip club reviews are hilarious. They make me laugh. Some of them can be a little bit cringy. Some of them are really fucking weird, Um, as we know from our fucking Fucking wizard <laughs> that we yes. just read about talking about it, the chakras and then also like the vampire man. Oh, it's fantastic. So, Portland, thank you so much for letting us go spelunking through your strip club reviews. Thank you, Google, for letting us look through that because fuck Yelp. I don't want to download the damn app and having to open up other tabs. It's very frustrating. I want the bare minimum effort. So, Portland, Oregon. Yes, you have some wonderful strip clubs. You have some fantastic women. They are beautiful. They are vibrant. They are very much empowered. And just big, big, big love to Portland and its strippers. Thanks for listening to The Pussy Mansion reads Strip Club Reviews Part 1, Portland, Oregon. We will be doing other cities, of course. We will do L.A. Um, We're going to go ahead and do, like, was it Charleston, North Carolina? Don't ask. I just... Making shit in my brain. Um, let's see, probably like Atlanta, New York, Las Vegas. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. So this was kind of like a, a kind of like a like a test test on that. But I think it was pretty fun, and uh, I like to I like to think about um, you know the other clubs out there and talk about the dynamic of where they are and what cities what cities do differently from one another. So if you want to recommend a city to us, if you have any questions. Email your host, that is me, aurora.violets at yahoo.com. And if you like what you hear, tip the dancer on Cash App. Please tip us at dollar sign the pussy mansion. That is capital T, capital P, capital M. If you like what you hear, yes, please send us a tip. If you want to ask a question, put it in the comment of the tip. Things are getting rough out there for sex workers and strippers alike. And by the way, I want to say thank you to everyone that tipped Minx Valentine on the last episode of the Pussy Mansion is so greatly appreciated. And she gives her warmest thank yous and hugs. So thank you for listening. Let's hope that the next city that we do. We're going to go a little bit deeper. We'll, we'll do a little bit more spelunking. We're going to get our hard hats. We're going to get, like, the lights. Oh, we'll yeah. make sure we have some rope, uh, some boots, no underwear.
1: <laughs> some mystery.
0: Yep. And we're going to do a better job going into those. So hopefully, yeah, maybe we'll do L.A. next time. But, yeah, if you want to recommend a city a city to us, please do. Um, also, I believe that I'm going to start... Putting the logo that our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful graphic designer, Kepsa Maria, did for us, for the Pussy Mansion. I'm going to start putting it on uh, stickers. So if you would like to purchase these stickers, maybe we will set up some kind of website for that. Uh, I will also be starting I'll I'll unfortunately be starting some kind of social media platforms for the podcast. And you can feel free to share it. Share the links. Harass me, but not too much. I'll cry. Um... (laughs) I'm very bad at responding, except my email. My email, I will always respond by responding on the podcast. Now I'm rambling. And I have lost the brain cell. The brain cell's gone. I feel like the brain cell's on a baton. I feel like yeah. it's just a ginormous fucking like double-ended dildo. Yeah. That's the brain cell.
1: The brain cell took a break.
0: Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening, and have a wonderful evening. Kisses. Love. Wear your fucking masks. Don't gather. Bye. Good night. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. And that's what the South is known for. Beep 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 beep.